How is God merciful? That's the question we're discussing today on the Hero of the Story presented by The Gospel Project. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of the Hero of the Story, a podcast to help you focus on the gospel in every area of your life and ministry. I'm Brian DeBozik, Managing Editor of The Gospel Project, and with me is Aaron Armstrong, our brand manager. Aaron, how you doing today? Oh, I'm doing all right. You know, we are, we've been recording podcasts. The sun may be shining. I haven't actually looked outside yet today. Um, you know, but it's, it's an okay day. It is. It's The sun is shining. I'm looking out a window right now. Uh, as we record this, and I would imagine as people listen to it, uh, we are still under the social distancing guidelines. Um, so a lot of us are used to spending a lot of time in our homes. We're used to spending a lot of time on Zoom um, and online and staring at computers. And that's kind of the new norm these days. But we're, we're going to get through it. We sure are. You know, we've got lots of lots of opportunities to try to to try fun and new exciting things that's um, right that's right but uh you know today we are going to talk about an important truth in the christian faith yeah this is god is merciful is our topic uh if you listened to the last episode we talked about god being graceful and and these are full of grace these, these are two kind of sibling doctrines so they're going to be very similar, but they're different. Um, and so let's go ahead and, as always, go ahead and read the essential doctrine as we provide it, and then we'll go from there. So when we talk about God being merciful, this is what we mean. Mercy, specifically God's mercy, refers to God's compassion and is often expressed in God withholding something, such as his punishment for sin. Uh, both mercy and grace are undeserved, meaning that human humanity can do nothing to earn God's mercy and grace. If one of us could, then it wouldn't it would no longer be the free gift of mercy or grace. Yeah, so there are a couple times even in the definition we we've introduced grace along with mercy cuz again they're they're so closely related, a little bit different, but closely related. So if we could summarize this, it's it's God is merciful. He has spared us from the punishment of sin primarily, of course, which Jesus took on in our place, withholding judgment that we deserve. That's an act of, of God's mercy. So, Aaron, where do we see this in Scripture? Well, we see this in plenty of places, but just a few from the New Testament uh, to, to kick us off, at least are Ephesians 2, 4, and 5, which uh, which say, But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love that he had for us, made us alive with Christ even though we were dead in trespasses. You are saved by grace. And mm-hmm. so there we see Paul putting grace and mercy together, but having yeah. different purposes. Um, we see the same kind of thing in Titus 3, 3, 4, and 5, which says, uh, But when the kindness of God our Savior and his love for mankind appeared, he saved us, not by works of righteousness that He that we had done, but according to his mercy, through the washing of regeneration and renewal by the Holy Spirit. And of course, we also have Hebrews 4.16, which says, Therefore, let us approach the throne of grace with boldness so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in time of need. And so that one's actually a really important one because it reminds us that while God's mercy is often related to him 
withholding. It's also something that he gives. Yeah. So, and I think go back to like the Ephesians that notice the Ephesians and Titus both start with, but this, this word of contrast, Ephesians, especially I know Ephesians two, one through three, that we, you read that and it's talking about our sinfulness apart from Christ, our wretchedness and so forth. And, and again, that is so important. We think of mercy, we're contrasting who we are apart from Christ, our own behavior, and yet God's act and his decision to extend a mercy, to extend grace, to extend forgiveness through Christ. Again, it positions this not as our doing, but God's doing. And so it's it's really important. And, and again, some people have said it before, long before me, but God, two of the most beautiful words that you can counter in scripture, um, especially in context like Ephesians 2, 4, but God, if it weren't for him, we'd be in a world of hurt. What are some things that we need to know to help us understand this doctrine and what are some cautions that that we need to avoid when we seek to understand it yeah i think one of the cautions is this that mercy is experienced most fully by those in christ but mercy can be experienced by unbelievers as well and i would say is experienced by unbelievers because an unbeliever may experience aspects of his mercy not the fullness not not the mercy in terms of their sin condition but for example the 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 nanosecond a, an unbeliever sins, he or she deserves death right then on the spot. But the fact that they draw another breath of God is, is evidence of mercy, that God is giving them a chance to repent still. Uh, that's mercy and grace. But the greatest way, this is the caution, the greatest way that anybody can experience God's mercy and grace is, of course, through the gospel. It's through trusting in Christ and experiencing that forgiveness from sin, that ultimate mercy that we're spared from the, from the judgment, the condemnation of sin that is to come. Yeah. And another um, another thing that we need to be aware of as well is that there is a there's a sense in which we can be open to abusing God's mercy. Not that it truly can be, but in the way that we attempt to attempt to understand it and apply it. We we are very prone to doing this. Um, and so an unbeliever and and the and so it should really stir in us a, a desire to live for God and to not abuse his goodness. Um, because if God has given us mercy, how dare we ab- ab- abuse that? How dare we take advantage of that or, or attempt to? If we, if we are prone to do that, if we are desiring to do that, what, that should really, that should frighten us. Yeah, it's it's really that parable of the servant, the wicked servant that Jesus talked about. Remember the the one where the servant owed his master an an obscene debt, um, and and Jesus told the parable and made an obscene debt on purpose. I mean, it was multi millions of of dollars that the servant owed his master, as if a, a master would really lend that out. And then, of course, the the master called the servant in and said, "Hey, it's time to pay up." And the and the servant said, "I don't have the money. Give me time. Please have mercy." And the, the master said, "Okay, it's forgiven. You don't owe me anything. It's wiped out." And that servant then went out and immediately after leaving the master's presence, came across another servant who owed him a few bucks. It was like a day's wage, I think. And went to him and grabbed him by the neck and said, "Pay up what you owe me. Pay up what you owe me." And that second servant pleaded for mercy, and that first servant said no and threw him into debtor's prison. 
it's an absurd parable. It's supposed to be absurd because the point that Jesus is making is that we have enjoyed and received through him scandalous mercy from God the Father. That means how dare we be unwilling to extend so much smaller mercy to others? And again, it's 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 absurd. It should be absurd for us as believers not to be merciful toward others. So yeah, that's I mean that's a really good caution to remind us of this. Um, I think this it kind of takes us to the difference that it should make, and and I would just kind of echo that that when we really rub shoulders with God's mercy it should cause us to want to extend mercy to others. Not because we have to, not because we should, although we should, but again, there should be this desire, this stirring of affections in our heart, this awe in our heart, such that we want to be merciful to others because of the mercy we've received. What about you? Is it, what, what difference should this doctrine make to you? Well, I think really when we, when we start to grasp, again, like grace, like so many other truths that connect to God and his character and his nature, we can never fully understand them. But to the degree that we can, understand our understanding of mercy and God's mercifulness should express itself in gratitude. I mean, yeah. again, that he would get that he would withhold what we do deserve, um, the the which is uh, the punishment that our sin requires. They that we deserve to die, and yet he has not he he does not kill us on the spot. That we get a breath every single moment, every single one that we don't even think about is God being merciful to people. And that we get, and that should, how can we not be grateful for that? Aaron, I think that's a good place to wrap up. Uh, Enjoy this conversation about God's mercy, um, his grace as well, again, dovetailed together. So uh, thanks for this, this conversation. And thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. If you have enjoyed the episode, please do leave a sincere five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to the show. And for more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.